Earlier this year, there was an article in the uh, journal Medchem which highlighted quite clearly to us that uh, aminothiazoles are currently forming uh, an important class of therapeutic leads for treating prion diseases, for example, things like Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. We, we took a step back from that and look at these, take a look at these aminothiazoles to see what sort of building blocks we could make to aid the kind of research in this area. So the pyridinyl thiureas are an obvious precursor to these aminothiazoles and we've, we've designed a set of, uh, of what are commercially novel thiureas basically to aid in the research and the development of these uh, new therapeutic leads. Okay, so you mentioned that this is based on available literature. Um, how has that fed into your design process and how you've made these, these compounds? Well, I suppose that's the starting point for us because when we, we have a group of our R&D chemists who, who obviously we subscribe to all the major journals and, and they regularly go through and, and look for leads for us in terms of the kinds of chemistry where we specialise already. So for this set of compounds, as I say, we, we took the lead from the MedChem article. There was also a, a similar article in The Economist that, that came shortly afterwards. And we could see quite clearly that um, the groups of thiazoles that these, uh, these that forming these therapeutic leads, it was um, quite obvious to us that we could actually design a set of thiureas that could make analogues of these thiazoles, that could make a, a family of thiazoles that could perhaps be used in this, this kind of research. You're working with Alfreza on the distribution of these chemicals. How does that agreement work? Well, basically, we've, we've worked with Alfreza as a company for the best part of the last uh, 15, 20 years, and, we, and we've always worked quite closely with them, developing new molecules for, for their catalogue. Um, and with this particular set, because they are commercially novel, the research is relatively recent, we thought it would make a lot of sense uh, from both sides that if we offered these on an exclusive arrangement with Alpha, because obviously a company like Alfreza have a significantly greater marketing reach than, than a company like Endeavour. And so for us, it's, it's a good thing because it gets these compounds out there, it gets awareness of this kind of research out there. And then obviously for Alpha, it gives them something new to, to offer to market as well, and certainly something that their competitors don't have. Um, and for the moment, we, we decided an exclusive agreement would make more sense because, as you would perhaps appreciate, it doesn't really make sense for us to be offering them direct as, as we're only competing with ourselves effectively. And in terms of demand from the pharmaceutical uh, industry, where is that coming from? Is it big farmers, small farmers, or indeed contract manufacturers offering drug manufacturing services? Yeah, I would say for something like this, um, although the... Uh, Possibly some of the early work may have been done almost at an academic level. Where it tends to be going is, is into the kind of lower, lower tier, if you like, the, the kind of biotechs, the small molecule pharma companies. Obviously, big pharma has its own therapeutic areas that it tends to concentrate on. But for, but for work like this, most of the interest we've seen has been from a kind of biotech scale. End of the, they're not all biotechs, but that sort of scale of operations where you're talking about people really who are perhaps playing around with a few molecules, a few grams of material, and, and trying to develop, as I say, the, the therapeutic leads that can maybe be then out-licensed at a later date to, to the bigger pharma to, to feed into their pipelines.